What's up, man? Nothing much. Uh, my uh, my hair, yeah. Your hair? So I normally get a cut before this podcast when we do it on Sundays. And I went over to my barbershop right on time. And I noticed the doors are closed. So I don't know why. So I hit up my uh, Dominicans to find out there's some sort of holiday going on. Because the doors are completely locked. The gates are shut down. So I wait there for about 10 minutes. And I'm like, all right, forget it. I'm going to go to this place across the um, the street. So that barbershop has been there forever. I have never went into it because it always looks bummy, but I finally decided, look, I have no other option. My, my stuff is looking kind of crazy. So I go in and it's one of those barbershops where they don't expect to have customers. Like you walk in and they're like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess you can sit in the seat. So I um, sit down and the whole time I'm regretting my decision, looking across the street to see if it opens up because I might be able to pop out and um, run over there and I still have a cape on so I'm good and uh he's cutting my hair and we get to the end of the cut and (laughs) he shows me the little hammer like they normally do and from the left side looks good right side looks straight so I'm walking out feeling mad arrogant you know that Nas um that Nas line what's that line hair parted with a barber's preciseness brave hearty to like this Anyway, feeling good. Get home and um, <laughs> Mrs. J is like, yeah, your your line is kind of messed up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she uh, She's like, yeah, it looks a little slanted. So I go in the mirror and the dude legit like made a like an acute angle out of my line. And it's um, <laughs> it was crazy. So I'm staring in the mirror for like 10 minutes and she's like, whatever you do, do not touch your hair. Like, don't try to even it out. You're just going to push it back further and further. And I'm like, I got to do something because I can't go out in these streets <laughs> looking crazy. Um, realizing I'm going to have to tilt my head like one or two degrees to the right just to make it look <laughs> straight if people are looking at me dead on. So um, like two weeks, you're going to have to like walk with like, I know, your crook. I know. So I went to the bathroom, got a straight blade, tried to even it out a little bit, not oh. trying to be too aggressive. So right now it is okay and luckily i'm checking the weather supposed to be really cold and showers and snow so i think i'm straight for at least a week by that point it'll grow back in and i'll be straight but uh rough times man welcome to microaggressive two friends two coasts too much to talk about bg in san francisco it's jay from bk Barbers are like, it's like that profession where like, like there's no retribution for him. What you can do, write a bad Yelp review. No one in the hood is reading Yelp to go to a barber. It's like, he got paid for bad service. I mean, I guess the only thing is he'll never get paid again by you. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Everything was good until we got to that one line at the top and then, oh man, went bad. I should have I noticed when, normally when a barber's trying to line you up and really get that proper line. He squares you up and stands directly in front of you and tries uh-huh. to get like a feel. This yeah. guy was coming in from the left, like sneaking around <laughs> from the right, like never direct. So that should have been my warning sign. But um, <laughs> lesson learned. Uh, yeah. One more weekend we'll be done with this uh, this problem. Anyway. Good, like good barber. They like, they end up being like Picasso with it. They like come in, they like keep moving your head. They like, they get like real like forceful with it too. Yeah, Just yeah. like grab your head, like turn it, like make sure they get all the angles. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. Would you have done the like uh, indignant, you know, go back and show him how your line is messed up and then it's, ask for your money back? Um, no, nah, I would just not show up again. Um, like I said, I could fix the major problems with it. And I think it's okay. I'm not going to go back and be like, yo, you messed up your nose in it. I'm just not going to give you any money. And I won't be back to that place. But uh, that's what you get for trying new things. That's what Did I learned today. Did you tip today. him? Did you tip, dude? Um, I tipped him only out of convenience. But like I said, when I walked out of the store, I was like, oh, this is this is straight. My left side looks right. <laughs> the right side looks right. I didn't get that center uh not together visual yeah when you were walking home do people just give you weird looks and now you know why in the neighborhood i live in they're surprised uh my hair grows and i cut it and brush it so oh (laughs) i think i know what you're trying to say there yeah i didn't say it right but it made me think of (laughs) made me think of high school when we had that kid we used to go to school with and he asked me why i brush my hair like my hair is not hair and i uh don't need to brush it anyway that was my weekend. That was the highlight. At what age can like people stop asking about other people's hair and it like not be like offensive? Like it's like when you're a kid, like okay, if you've never been around like I remember the first time I went to school with like white kids and I never like really saw like blonde flowing locks before. I'd be like, yeah, all right. It was but I was you know, I was like seventh grade. But let's say, you know, people never came across black men's hair until they were in their 30s they might be an innocent innocent question no no i think um, <laughs> it's like politics and religion and hair like just don't talk about it just don't say anything like, politics religion hair and sex things do not talk sex. about in public and sex yeah yeah anyway uh sorry about your hair uh situation that's that's kind of messed up i'll make it through that's why i uh yeah i actually so i had the beard going for like I don't know, like almost a year, over a year now. Mm-hmm. And it was getting like, it was getting like Amish. It was getting real, <laughs> real bushy. Um, but this dude at work the other day, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, I like your, I like your beard. And he just starts talking to me about my beard and everything. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. This, that, and third. Then he mentioned something about like how one side was growing a little bit quicker than the other. And it's the type of shit where like, I know it but you ain't got to say it. Oh, he was telling you that about <laughs> my beard. See, that's already a conversation that's gone on way too long. Like you just shout out, just be like, yo, the beard is cool. And I'll be like, thank you. And then that's it. Like we don't need to talk about grooming tips and stuff. So I came home and I, I, I shaved it down to like, I'm down to like a quarter inch again. I took off maybe like three inches. I'm like, you know what? We're going to start fresh. We're going to start even. <laughs> yeah. I can't have, I can't be disrespected like that. But I have to admit the beard was beginning a little bit too much to maintain. People was telling me I need to like wax and like beard tonic and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just going to maybe, maybe the second go around. So mm-hmm. we, we back to starting this again, starting it up, starting it fresh. Yeah. The, I, I always wanted to be when I was a kid, I wanted to be the, the black dude on the, uh, the haircut poster. Oh, speaking of which, thank you for bringing that up. I meant to bring this up. So I'm in that barbershop. And this should have been another warning that I shouldn't have been in a barbershop. So I'm looking at the um, the little chart that they have with all the different hairstyles. And um, one of these, and I'm not even lying, is <laughs> on the back of this dude's head is T.D. Jakes with some sort of Bible verse. And then somebody 
carved in a silhouette of T.D. Jakes on the back of their head. And that was an option for a haircut in that place. And um, yeah, big mistakes, big mistakes. At first I had sympathy for your story, but now... Well, see, I was <laughs> I was deep into the haircut when I saw that because I looked and I was like, nah, that can't be T.D. Jakes. It must be like uh, somebody else. I'm thinking wrong. And it really was him. And it was accurate too, so... You know. TD Jakes will not be on this week's playlist. There will be none of that. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. You remember the other poster? I don't know if they had it in your barbershop, but it was the one about like hair bumps. No. Oh, oh like bump yeah. control? That, yeah, that yeah. Hair. And they would have just like a picture of some dudes, some dudes in the neck with mad hair bumps. <laughs> Shit was disgusting. So I've never had that, um, that problem at all. I had the same razor, and I tell people all the time since college, uh, Using the same razor, um, I'll do a little bit of uh, shaving cream, but that's about it. And I've never gotten razor bumps. I never get irritation or anything. This is the behind the scenes black man grooming episode. I know. <laughs> We're talking way too long about this. Oh, speaking of uh, a segue to something different, did you see the um, video with uh, ASAP Rocky meeting Rakim? No. So ASAP Rocky... F- you didn't know. He was named after Rakim. His name was Rakim. His sister was named uh, Erica, actually, which is pretty cool. And his mom was a really big fan. Obviously, wait, 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 wait. How, how is that? Huh? Erica from Rakim? What, what, I like cool. Eric B and Rakim. She's oh. Erica and Rakim. Yeah. Oh, okay. They went deep. Okay. They went deep. But very oh, clever. That's mad deep. Yo, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so um, they met up, I, I want to say, on. Uh, Sway, yeah, it was Sway, and um, he met him for the first time, and he was he was in awe, and it was cool to see like a younger generation rapper reach out to an old school rapper who was popular with a lot of people. Shout out to Rakim, um, but I think that that should be a TV show. I think that would be a cool show to just have rappers meet with their idols and just talk about rap. I haven't really seen that who, done yet. Who would you want to meet? Well, not saying you're not saying you're a rapper, but who would you want to meet? Who would you like geek out over? A rapper or just a musician? It was always JD. Obviously, that can't happen. But um, for rapper, I'd probably say Fonte. Okay, I feel like that could happen. I feel like that dude would just like show up at like some restaurant, just eating like by himself. I yeah, I think so. I think so. He's a good dude. Yeah. yeah next time I'm down south, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for for him and let you know. What about you? I got to meet Premier mm-hmm. when I was doing back back in my uh, back in my radio days. Uh, I got to get some drops from Gangstar, and Guru was drunk, and Premier was apologizing for Guru being drunk. Um, and Premier was he was mad chill, um, but yeah, it was like one of those things where I was like I was so trying hard not to like be a fan because I was there yeah. in like a professional yeah. uh, <laughs> capacity. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, he just like gave some drops. I didn't really get to like talk or kick it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I've met some of the people I've like really respected, but it's always been in like a work context. Like I had to like I had like ten minutes, and their manager was trying to get me out the room, and yeah, like yeah. so. Um, I think I would want to talk to RZA, just because I think dude would be confusing. I think it would be like a fascinating conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would just start like combining words that don't make sense together, and uh, yeah, it would be it would be interesting. I just read some article uh, 
about that uh, Wu-Tang documentary coming out on Sundance or something. Um, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, and they was like doing an interview and, I, you know, I'll get, I'll give them respect, man. Those are just like nine hood ass dudes who have somehow managed to like create this like whole empire. empire. Yeah, man. I just saw them on um, Tiny Good Desk America concerts. or some shit. No, 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 Tiny <laughs> yeah. Desk concerts. And it was, it was on Good Morning America, I think, too, which was like crazy. Was it all of them? I don't know, except ODB. Well, his son is there. So on the Tiny Desk <laughs> oh, concert, word. his son was there doing like a straight up ODB impression, um, jumping on the tables and everything. But yeah, That's good weird. energy. Um, and weird. the team seemed to like it. But it was it was good to see them together. All great up. Getting yeah. I saw I saw they had like the picture, like Master Killer just looks like old. <laughs> just straight old. Um, oh, speaking of old black men, so... Uh, I started watching True Detective on uh, HBO mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Steve, uh, Marshall Ali and Stephen Dorff. I Dorf love whatever. saying that word. <laughs> well, his you're name? Almost, you're almost snobbish about how well you pronounce his name. Yeah, I call him Marshall Ra. Ali. <laughs> <laughs> you always say it like uh, a little extra, a little flair to it. But keep going, keep going. All right. Anyway, um, so part of the premise of the show, not to give too much away, because I can't actually only saw like one and a half episodes, but they go back in time, right? So they have it like back in like the eighties then they have them in the nineties and they have them like today. Um, so it was mad funny. Oh, we're going to connect this. It was mad funny how they do the different, how they make him look different ages. So in the eighties, he just got like the low cut mm-hmm. in the nineties. He got like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then in the present day, they make him an old man. They give him like the like flat top. <laughs> with like the they like put prosthetics on his face and give him like the big old man old black man glasses mm-hmm. um it actually kind of looked like my pops <laughs> it was a little frightening but is that just the generic old black man look like you have like the flat top assuming your hair still grows because that would not be my issue um yeah but it's just like that like mass square flat top like straight ass line yeah yeah so that's what we, that's what we have to look forward to Baldness is a is a possibility too. Yeah, but with these yeah. man weaves they have now, it's uh, it's crazy. You man know? weaves. Yeah, didn't we talk about this? Yeah, they have these man weaves um, that they'll put on. This segment brought to you by. Yeah, really man weaves. <laughs> really, like they will take a go on to YouTube, type in um, black hair. I'm good. I don't even think they call it man weave. They haven't come up with a good name yet, and that's something maybe we can brainstorm. Is it like the uh, hair club for men? Like, no, hair this is like shit? a legit weave like women get where you could be bald and they will put hair on your head and make you look like you have a fade. It's crazy. It's magic. Um, I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. This is a lot of talk about black men's hair. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like it is an underrepresented uh, topic <laughs> in today's society. People don't think that we brush our hair, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of crazy. So what else is good? Oh, <laughs> more updates from like the randomness of my family tree through Ancestry.com. Okay. This segment brought to you by. Yo, so <laughs> just random. I, I don't even know how to describe it without telling too much shit. But so I get a, another message from like another random relative. And this person is like, yo. I hope you're doing well. The system says we might be second cousins mm-hmm. and it says so-and-so is my first cousin and that's that so-and-so is my pops because I just made him do this, do it. Um, 
and she yeah she was like uh it's like i'm i think this might be a connection through my father's side okay um my mother died when i was young and i never knew my father and i'm really trying to like understand my family and would love to tell my kids and i'm just like damn i'm like this is like it's like some like lifetime show or some shit like I, I haven't written back. She just like wrote me the other day. Like I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Yeah, that's yeah. your fault for making yourself public. <laughs> this is why I stay off the grid. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So, I feel like I sh- I feel like I give her like straight facts. Right? Is like, yep, that so and so who they say is like maybe your first cousin is possibly is my is my father. Um. And like, you know, a couple shits that you could find out if you Google, you know, it's like, yeah. this is where our family's from. Like this part of South Carolina, like, like, here's the thing. I don't even know that much about my pop's family. I have like, um, like uh, some, one of his cousins is like this like family tree book like years ago. So I have like a lot of that shit, but like all his like contemporaries and like his cousin and blah, blah, blah. Like I know like so-and-so's name and shit, but it's not like I really know anybody. Mm-hmm. Um yeah man like that's some shit like damn yeah like i thought my family was fucked up like damn at least i at least i know who they are damn maybe a couple more of these i might take my shit shit and make it private (laughs) the more i find out i did tell you though that there was this one (laughs) i'm not describe this this is fucked up but um there's one person that looks very like light-skinned uh all right so i'll just say it this person who the, the the system says is highly likely like a second or third cousin or I don't know whatever that that line like of uh, genetics um, is relatively attractive, and I'm just like how? Wow. Yeah, I'm just like, but like looks like looks. If you were looking at this person on the street, you would not think they were related to me. Oh, okay, I got but, you. So I'm trying to figure out like. But they're like extremely high likelihood. So I think I have a couple of theories who this person could be, given some of some of the things that I heard happened in my family back in the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like maybe the, maybe the less you know, the better. Yeah, sexy cousins. This segment brought to you by the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> this segment brought to you by the uh, Mormon Church. Um. Uh. Have you heard of soaking? I didn't know soaking was a thing until I heard I about it. What you're talking about? Okay, well, Google that. We'll talk. No, I'm not going to Google we'll talk next uh, next podcast. I don't trust you. What is silking or soaking? Soaking, soaking. S o a k k i n g. Excuse me. What is the context? Um, it's an act. It doesn't count as an overt sexual act in the. I want to say the Mormon Church. Yeah. Pretty sure it's the Mormons. Oh, whoa. Do anyway, I want to Google this? I don't think I want to Google this. I mean, if you think hard enough, you can figure out what they're talking about. Uh, Take a little time after the uh, the talk and um, just think about it. And then Google it and see if your answer's right. <laughs> Check your answers at the end of the test. Um, Check the answer key on the internet. <laughs> I saw um, Netflix yesterday had a Kevin Hart documentary. I don't know if it was supposed to be a TV show that they condensed into a documentary. But he does this whole thing on um, Black History Month, which is pretty good. So shout out to him. Um, it's not really heavy on jokes. I guess it's like their interpretation of uh, drunk history, where they do those skits and they have the actors come in and play the skits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was good. 
A um, couple of people I never heard about before in Black history. So I thought it was well done. I wonder why it wasn't made into a TV show, but I'd like to see it um, become something bigger than it is on Netflix. So check that out. So Kevin Hart is cool again. We could uh, we can support him. I, I never not supported Kevin Hart. I didn't get that whole fiasco that was going on. I thought it was a little ridiculous. I get it, but I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's sensitive. We're too sensitive. I feel like his comedy just kind of like, I lost a little, I don't know. He, he just like stopped being as funny to me a long time ago. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does the same thing, definitely. But uh, he's funny at that thing. But it's good to see him with his whole production company trying to like offer opportunities to other people, create some like some businesses, some production companies that are supporting, I guess, the goals that he said he set out to do way back in his old interviews, which was starting his own business, bringing up young comedians, um, targeting our community and all that stuff. So he's making good on that. And I'm happy with that. All right. Good. Good for good for Mr. Hart. Yeah. I saw the... Um, Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if you've seen these Super Bowl commercials. I caught like the very tail end of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But there's the Super Bowl commercial with um, Little John and Cardi B and Steve Carell from The Office. And it was just a weird commercial. Um, so Steve Carell, he does this whole, you know, fast talking comedy shtick. And then Little John, he just says, okay. And Cardi B just says, oh, car, and that's it. <laughs> and it just seemed like a weird commercial. Like, these people are here for stereotypes. They're here for catchphrases, and it's literally one word. And I'm sure they made money, which is cool, but something felt weird about that that whole yeah. commercial. Like, it wasn't for us. Does that make sense? It was like, yeah. oh, let's roll out these people because you know these catchphrases. Yep. And yep, wasn't a fan. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like when people come up and just start like singing like the hip hop song of the moment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, stop, please. It's embarrassing everybody. It is, it is. But um, I mean, I guess they made money, so I guess that's cool too. I don't know. I saw the uh, Chance the Rapper NSYNC commercial. I think we talked about that. It was mm-hmm. pretty bad. <laughs> they redid yeah, this old video. People getting paid though. Good for them. Yeah, but it was, it, was pretty bad. it was pretty bad. He's dancing with uh, NSYNC at one point. Um, the tagline was, I don't even know. It was something like, it's it's the same or it's the original, but hotter. And then they had a, I, 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 it's tiring. <laughs> it's tiring. For, uh, anyway, at the end of it, they like pass it off to Lionel Richie. So I guess Lionel Richie is going to come out with the next commercial in this line of commercials that they're doing right now. Yeah. Everything feels fake and awkward. I think that's what it is. Or maybe I'm just getting to the age where all of the glitz and glamour have kind of faded away and you see everything for what it is, especially entertainment and uh, advertising. Speaking of fake and awkward. What's that? Here's something I've actually wanted to do for a while. What I is? wanted to uh, uh, see. Let's see how long this, this is actually entertaining. Um, <laughs> I wanted to. Let's let's play this game okay. where I read to you people's descriptions of themselves on Tinder. Okay. And you tell me to swipe left or right. Oh, that's one. <laughs> All right. All right. 
<laughs> so we are. We're, this is this is this is. I think in some ways a more pure way to how does someone represent themselves with limited words mm-hmm. to say who they are versus just staring at their pictures. Got it. Blind Tinder. Bl- blind Tinder. Ooh, brought to you by. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this person. Uh, how much how much information do you want? Do you want like age? Do you want location? Do you want job? Uh, or do you just want the way they describe themselves? I think the way they describe themselves is, is probably the best thing. All right. So this person says, SF native, Sunset District, Aquarius, Christian. That's it? Yep. Oh. <laughs> I would say swipe. Damn. Whichever one the bad one is. Left. Swipe left. All right. Only because I don't know. To like like you like you don't have a lot to describe yourself, but that is what they chose to describe. Yeah. You chose those words. I think for me, you know how I am with uh religion. I think if you throw that out there, it means it's a priority for you. Yeah. And it's uh I respect everyone's spirituality. I just feel like I've done my own searching of what it means to me and it's like not enough to declare myself anything yeah so if you declare yourself something that's fine that's just like not me but then you're locked into that and then you might want somebody who's locked into that too yeah so no swipe left okay so next one Mm -hmm. this is this one is uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bias you okay Okay. um says uh based in manila okay is in the philippines yeah Exploring the dating sphere through Tinder, smiley face emoji. I like tall guys with glasses. Uh-huh. I'm cuter from a 45 degree angle above my head. Prettier if your eyes are blurry. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. Um, I would swipe right only because she has what? a sense of humor. She's based in the Philippines. What the hell? Oh, see, I didn't know location was a problem. I thought we were just judging people based on what we saw in there. No, no. I mean, this is what she wrote. She wrote that she is based in in based in Manila. Yeah, so location would kick her out. But um, she has a sense of humor, and that's something I don't find often. Uh, did we talk right, about I'm that? Gonna, I'm gonna talk about what? No, I don't want to get into that topic. Never mind. No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so which comedians do you find? Like funny, funny. Who's a funny, funny female comedian for you that you would seek out if you were scrolling through Netflix or Comedy Central or something? Uh, so, um, hmm. for different reasons. Uh, who's the woman that just had that Netflix special? Uh, ha- uh, Hannah Gadsby, the like Australian. Hannah, does she? N- she have an accent. Nanette. Yeah, yeah. Nanette was I think the name of it. I I know who you're talking about, but I don't know the special. Okay. Yeah. So I saw her at like a talk or something a few months ago on SF, and my friend just bought tickets to go see her in April or May. And like, she's she's just like smart and funny, right? It's not like, like, I, I, yeah, it's just like intellectual, but like, just like really witty. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Um, I feel like I don't know people's names to describe them. Maybe I know them. So here's my, my problem. Like, watching anyone's like special yeah. sometimes i'm like sometimes they try to hard. like who's that one um amanda seals or whatever i just saw that just, yeah and like i just think she just like i don't know it's just not my type of humor mm-hmm. like sometimes she says shit that's funny but like it's a little too like i don't know it's like calm down like 
stop drinking coffee. Um, I feel uh, the same way about um, Amy Schumer. She was funny at one point. She has some funny stuff, yeah. but then she kind of went flat. Whatever her last uh, special was, yeah, it's not that. Great. It's like it's like I like the the women from Broad City. I actually find like them funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I comedians, show. though. I mean, like a stand-up. They're comedians. Yeah, yeah, oh, but stand-up? like a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I mean, part of it is, yeah, part of it is like a lot of female stand-ups don't get like enough good exposures. I don't even know that many. And the few that do, just like, as like Amy Schumer, Ellen, like they keep putting out the same people all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And like, for it was interesting, like, I don't know that I have ever really got into any black female stand-ups. Um, let me think. Black. Like Leslie Jones did stand-up. Yeah, but I was never a fan of Leslie Jones's stand-up. I think she's funny sometimes on SNL, but yeah. her stand-up wasn't for me. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of like black female stand-up in particular is not for me, particularly a lot of us like anti-black men. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like y'all got a right to make the jokes, but uh, it gets a little old. Mm. Uh what was what was the segue from this? I feel like I feel like I know where it's going, but what were, what was the point you went to make? Oh, I went to that because I was finding that it's hard like to find somebody who genuinely makes you laugh. At least for me, I can think of a handful of um, women that I know who can make me like gut burst laugh. So to find somebody who is funny and has a sense of personality on a dating app might be something that I will look at. Yeah, I mean, I only date women that are funny. Um, or have a sense of humor that's somewhat aligned with mine. Because if I have to explain my jokes to you, this is not going to work out. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, uh, humor is I don't know, that's just how I communicate. So to me, it just goes down to like core communication. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we go back to? So I'm gonna I'm gonna overrule you. I'm gonna swipe left on this <laughs> because I mean I don't know. All right, this one. Okay. Uh, music, coffee, cult documentaries, traveling, trying to keep plants alive, building stuff, pancakes, clean sheets, hanging by a pool, dot, 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 which is really not a great San Francisco interest to have. That's it. Mm. Um, swipe left on that. Okay. What, what did it for you there? Too wordy. I, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a list. I'm just going like, to give you the bit. Oh, crap. I meant to swipe left and I messed up. <laughs> Damn it. That's why I hate this app. All right. Uh, a few more and then we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, Portuguese with the Portuguese flag emoji, living in London with the Union Jack emoji. Mm-hmm. I've lived in four different, I've lived in four different continents and absolutely love traveling. I've been to 40 countries so far and looking for a companion to come see many more with me. Smiley face emoji. Mm-hmm. I also love good food. Avocado emoji, baguette emoji, cheese emoji, and fried egg in a pan emoji. Okay. I'm told I have very high standards, but that's about how the food tastes, not the place. Into fitness, gym, running, and cycling at the moment, interior decor, and cats. I don't have any though. Let's chat. Thumbs up emoji. Mm-mm. Just because, no, no, swipe left. <laughs> That's, uh, no. Uh, by the way, the one I made the mistake and swiped 
did not swipe left. Yeah. She matched with me. That was the funny one, right? That no, that was music cult documentaries oh, traveling. Yeah. Tra- yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna engage. So how does that work? So you guys match up, and then she gets a notification. Yeah. So you both get a notification, and then you can start talking. So the thing with this app is like left is no, mm-hmm. right is yes. But then if you mistakenly swipe up, they call that a super like. Uh, oh, so I, I did mis- that. On you- <laughs> yeah, I mistakenly swiped up, and so on this one that I meant to swipe left. Uh, uh, so can you do a super down? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, my super down is I close the app and I'm like, why is the world so fucked up? <laughs> uh, I, uh, let's do a few more and hope that person doesn't uh, doesn't text well, if me. Well, you get a response, let's let's handle this on on the line. Oh no, that'd be oh funny. no. Right. <clears throat> being active is a big part of my life. I'm into cycling and yoga. I also love getting out there with my two yellow labs at the beach or on a hike. Social, loyal, sincere, fun, live music, triathlon, cycling, running, yoga, SF giants, wine, foodie, cooking, tennis, travel, bocce, dog lover, exclamation point. No, no, no. Being active. No. (laughs) I feel like all of these profiles are just what you would say if you were trying to make a profile, nothing tells me anything about these people at all outside of I know. and generic stuff like everybody likes yoga and San Francisco. Um, <laughs> find somebody specific, like has specific things to talk about. I mean, this is why like, I, I'm not saying like I'm great at this, but I feel like my profile, I'm just like, yo, this is me. Like, this is real, like whatever. I'm not, this is not a marketing pitch. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what it sounds like. Everything's a pitch. Please like right, me. Next one. Fan of brilliant dark comedy, kindness, and charm. I give me less than 72 hours before I remember why I hate this app. Although, you could surprise me. Looking for real, substantive, engaging interactions, promise to deliver same. Hmm. That was more real. I guess so. But then she said she liked kindness and (laughs) had to turn me (laughs) off. She said dark comedy, kindness, and charm. Yeah, when I heard dark comedy, I was like, oh, okay, maybe. And then kindness immediately followed, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so you don't really like dark comedies. I don't know. I got a problem with like happy, happy people. Have you ever met people that are so happy, like so yes. chipper that they have to yes. be murderers or psycho killers at home when nobody sees them? Yeah. Also, I am a pretty like, you know, I, you know I'm pretty relaxed, yeah. but like, yo, I have emotion. And like, sometimes you're going to get me like complaining. Hence why we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, if you're just like always happy, it's going to be a little tough for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I don't like people who are always happy. I don't like when people think something's funny that you guys are watching together and then they have to direct their laugh at you to let you know that you should be laughing at this thing that they think is funny. Have you ever had that? Oh, when they, oh, when they stare at you when they're laughing, like, or give you isn't a nudge. this funny? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I will decide what's funny. Thank you. Um, no, my therapist actually challenged me the other day. She was like, "All right, like you've you've dated some people who are like very happy, almost like Pollyanna ish. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the world is perfect. Yep. Like Mary Poppins is like flowers that come at your feet. Like you just show up in the world, just like." figure shit out for you and i'm always like that is not how my world has ever worked (laughs) it's like i don't just show up and expect shit to work um 
but then there's people that just have like deep like innate anger mm-hmm. and like just like hate everything yeah. um and she was like you know both both extremes don't work for you but if you had to pick one which one would you choose more mm-hmm. So I posed that question to you before I answer for myself. I mean, obviously my answer is the darker person because that's the person who, like, there's nobody I really meet who truly hates everything. They just have walls in front of them that makes it seem like they don't like anything. But then you find out that the things that they really like, they're really passionate about. So I get that type of person. The person who's always happy, everything's great every day, every time. Very weird of those people. Um, I don't think it's genuine when it's 24-7. Um, I'd rather have that angry looking person who gets really happy, happy over this one thing than somebody who's happy all the time and uh, yeah. never has a downtime. That's weird. Yeah. I, I have complete distrust of the world to begin with. Uh, so I don't trust people who are always happy, but I have to say of the two, I'd probably want somebody a little bit more happy, mm-hmm. not to that extreme of like everything's perfect and like you just show up unprepared and the world works out for you. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like I have enough of the dark energy inside of me. <laughs> like, I don't need more of it. If anything, I need someone to, like, pull me a little bit more toward the happy side, which is what I've been working on the past decade. Gotcha. So, yeah. It's crazy. I've talked, now that I think back to it, there were two um, women I used to talk to who were, like, on paper, great. And it was that extra chipperness that was really the deciding factor. And I just had to cut my losses. Yeah. I don't think it's the chipperness per se. It's just like reality. It's like like at, deep down inside, like I'm a like optimistic pragmatist. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like I think I think shit could get better because that's why I show up every day, right? But I'm also like sometimes shit's not. <laughs> and like you work through it. Just because like shit's not good doesn't mean you give up though, right? It doesn't mean like everything's gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, you just like see shit for what it really is. Um so yeah, maybe I need someone slightly happier. So back to our dark comedy, kindness, and charm friend. Yeah. Oh, we left or right? I got a... Damn. I got a story. Go. Um, I don't know if I can say it on the podcast. So I'm going to clean it up. I think you can say it on the podcast. So I That's this, the whole point of the podcast. Was, uh, this is back in college. It had to be. And this is one of these chipper, chipper people. Very attractive. Very nice person. Nice personality. Always positive. Drinks start flowing. Dances start going. And... um. <laughs> So I end up getting this lap dance from this girl, right? <laughs> and uh, she's um, wow, wait, <laughs> Jesus, this went totally different direction. She's very chipper and happy, but I think if you're doing a lap dance, you don't want to be chipper and happy. Like there's a different kind of energy you want to bring to a a lap dance. And I guess is this in college? This was in college, yeah. And um, I guess the response that she was expecting she didn't get like I wasn't as enthusiastic because it wasn't the best lap dance I ever got and I distinctly remember that um after she was done she like went to another room and then she walked away and she was like crying in tears and her friend went to console her and they walked out of the room and I always think like damn should I have been more enthusiastic about that lap dance um that's something that stays sticks out of my head but um, again, she put herself out there. She was in a moment of vulnerability and the feedback loop she got from your brick wall. But it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, 
And that always throws me off too uh, when you meet. Uh, let's not get into that. Yeah, it wasn't a great live dance, but a uh, very positive person, still positive years later. And uh, I I know those people. Did you ever me. talk to them about this uh, ill-fated dance? I never brought it up. I always wanted to bring it up with the girl who was friends with her because we were had she was our mutual friend. Um, I never did because she ended up moving away. Haven't talked to her since, but um, I'm like 99% sure that's exactly what happened. Maybe it wasn't the dance. Maybe it was just like she put herself out there because she liked you. Cause I think, or, yeah. Not, I think not else. Why was she giving you a lap dance? And then you gave like no, you gave no feedback. Yeah. You gave no. No, no, no. I gave feedback. I gave feedback. I don't think it was the feedback <laughs> that she wanted. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like maybe, you know, maybe she built herself up. You know, like you said, drinks was flowing, blah, blah. She's like, all right, I got that courage now. Yeah. I'm going to go out and do this. And uh, yeah, that hurt. I'm a drink killer. I, I feel for her right now. <laughs> I'll give her a hug. <laughs> uh, she's uh, we're, all, we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. All right. So back to the moment of uh, left to right on this person. Okay. Um, I would say, I'd still say left. <laughs> I'd still say left. <laughs> Yeah. Next. <sighs> All right. Next. Um, oh, there's a lot to read. Okay. Um, <laughs> I already know the way I'm voting. Okay. Uh, native to SF, well traveled, fun, funny, and intense, real, natural woman! Exclamation point. Bicultural, bilingual. Mama to my son who's six. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i have uh, uh children kids kid uh i want to swipe left only because that's not my thing but should we stop now nah, keep going keep going let's see let's see. okay uh jt cust- oh, joint custody dancing documentaries drinks dinner internationalist environmentalist activist anti-zionists mm-hmm. wait what oh, you need some com you need some commas in there okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm attracted to badass, accomplished, humble men who are emotion who are emotional, healthy, who are emotional, healthy, available, and present. You need a copy editor, okay? Um, intelligence, integrity, and humor are a must. Exclamation point! I'm five eight, voluptuous. Okay. Favorite flavors. Cultured, confident, what? It's not a, okay. Wait, flavors. Favorite flavors. <laughs> Cultured, confident, right, mindful, no, no, no. sensual. No, no. <laughs> I'm almost done. Okay, almost okay. done. <laughs> God, this... Favorite flavors. Cultured, confident, mindful, sensual, soulful. Dark chocolate, brown sugar. Woo. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, why didn't she put that after flavors? I'm confused. Uh, that's a swipe. You know what's, you know what's going to happen? Swipe. Our podcast is going to blow up. Someone's gonna be listening and hear their, <laughs> their description. Tinder description, and they're gonna run into the next room crying with their friend to console them. <laughs> I'm gonna say, that was a left. That's a left. Yeah, I don't need all that. Ah, have you ever dated anybody with uh, kids? Uh, yes. How'd that go? Um. So yeah, I mean, I think part of it is. Because I guess it's never gotten to the point of seriousness. Like mm-hmm. I've never like met the kids, okay, gotcha, um, gotcha. but like obviously that's like a part of their life, right? So um, it's like yeah, you know, they have their time where they're they're kind of focused on their family, and then the time where they're able to just 
be themselves and hang out. And I guess that's where I see them. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think it would be a deeper conversation. I'm not opposed to it, but it would have to be so many other things like that. This would be the right person. Um, not just the fact that like they have kids, but I think somebody with kids, oh, you, if, if they're a good parent, they prioritize their kids. Right. So, you're not going to be like a number one priority, which I guess I've been okay with mm-hmm. uh, in the situations I've been in. So I hear you. Yeah. It's probably, it's a lot less spontaneity, right? Definitely. It's like, I have Tuesday off from like seven to nine <laughs> or like I have this weekend where I don't have like my kids. So it's, it's just a different situation. I also think it always takes me back to, <laughs> uh, this is, this is some therapy shit. Uh, what was that Kanye song? Um, mama's boyfriend yes yes it was uh yeah and it's it is weird to be like wait you know i was raised by a single mother or like i had met some of her like partners or like people she dated seriously but i don't know i ain't like them you don't like them why would you <laughs> exactly yeah. right i'm just like yo if i were ever in that situation do i just become that dude mm-hmm. like like i know exactly how that kid's gonna feel about me <laughs> just like fuck you yeah, you're not gonna like anybody. There's no point. I think um, you have to be around the kid long enough to overcome that. But there's no way you can win them over, even if it's like you doing all the nice stuff, buying them gifts and everything. Then they're gonna be like, "Why is this dude doing all this? Why is he putting up a front?" If you're, no, oh. huh? and then they get older and then they realize why you were doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. basically, <laughs> basically, yeah uh yeah let's uh let's do a few more of these and then uh we we haven't discussed the playlist of the week we didn't um yeah um i mean you did mention lionel richie and i was like was it something we could build off a of lionel richie but i don't want to put lionel <laughs> I was richie like, i'm not trying to listen to that this week we mentioned lionel richie and sync <laughs> you can only and listen to rapper. all night long what lionel richie in sync chance the rapper and i think that was it no that would be a horrible playlist <laughs> <laughs> All right, this person does not have anything written so we will be swiping left on them okay. this person has something written in portuguese um it's a lot of portuguese so i today. cannot pronounce that correctly huh that's the second uh portuguese one you mentioned really yeah. no i said manila before that was philippines no, i think you mentioned portuguese too All right, this person has one letter j swipe right uh oh okay this person does their picture is not a real uh i'm not supposed to tell you the picture well now you got something unique is about is going on to you it's like it's not a picture it's just like a silhouette like drawing okay (laughs) this is i'm gonna end it on this one uh (laughs) their description is uh bbw looking for fun Kink friendly. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going to uh, use my executive privilege and swipe left on that. That could be a swipe. Uh, swipe right. You don't know. No, we we swipe. Okay, and we're done. <laughs> cool. All right. That was uh. That that's what's out here. That's what's out here in these online. That's streets, social yeah. dating. Yeah, you've uh you've affirmed my decision. <laughs> you've reaffirmed my decision to um that I made the right choices. Back in the day. Yeah. So not only did you find a woman that will tell you when your line is fucked up, <laughs> you do not have to deal with uh with uh with Tinder. Make that 
I still think we should uh we will take that sponsorship opportunity if you listen, Tinder. Oh yeah, definitely. That was a, yeah, definitely it works with somebody. <laughs> yeah, that should be an ongoing segment. Modern dating. We should do that. Um, you can clue me in to a uh, a lifestyle I never knew. Yeah, you ain't missing much. I'm not gonna be. Uh, I I like my life. I'm not gonna lie. I like my life. But yeah, there's a. Uh, some struggles out there. <laughs> I also think, and this is fucked up to say, but I'm just going to say it. I'm, you know, I'm not a young man anymore. I'm not an old man either. Um, but, you know, at some point you realize if you're playing a numbers game, maybe a lot of the good ones are taken. <laughs> uh, yeah, could be, like, could be true. I don't know. It's like people get paired off and, yeah, you you left who's out. I, I think I'm still good. Mm-hmm. I'm not paired mm-hmm. off, but uh, you know, <laughs> might be some people out there that disagree. Um, so yeah, you just you would argue uh, sociologically that maybe your pool gets a little bit smaller, and maybe you get less selective. I don't know. But you have more um, infusions of people because every year somebody's like entering into that that dating pool that you talk about. Except I'm not preferences. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I can't date people much younger. And what is your cutoff? Is it like five years above, five years below, or is there a hard number? I feel like that's a personal question. My oh, friend. my um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my, my point of view is it's about life stage, right? Um, it's like, like you got to have like some similar, some overlap, right? And that doesn't have to be by age, right? Um, like some overlap in like culture or music or things you're into or like common frames of reference. Um, but you know, like I've dated people who are like still in grad school and it's just like, like I was there a while ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it's like, I don't want to relive got that. It, got it. I hear you. And you know, and it's like nothing against them. It's just like we're in different places and that could be like same age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because some of it's like, yeah, you know, I'm like at a certain point in my life and my career or like, you know, it's like I'm trying to think about what's next and like they're like still a few stops behind. Yeah. For me personally, that's not as exciting a relationship because it's not, I don't know, it doesn't feel like reciprocity. Yeah. It's like um, if you watched a couple of episodes ahead on a TV show and you're trying to watch with somebody else and they're like, damn. Now I got to go back and watch one through three to bring you up to speed. It's, it's a pain in the butt. I understand the time. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's like you're on your phone the whole time. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get to episode four? Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's also something I've learned. Like, yeah, I think I need, I think by default, for many reasons in my life, I could end up being like the, I don't know, like the protector time, like the, like the one who always has their shit together. So if I'm in a dynamic where like, that's what I have to be. That's like much less exciting a relationship for yeah, me. I agree. That's like, I don't know. That's like work. <laughs> that's not fun. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. And on the other edge of the spectrum, uh depends. I don't know. Yeah. I'll just leave that okay. there. <laughs> you shall. All right. So what should we listen to this week? Uh, the Grammys is coming up. So a lot of Ken, a lot of Kendrick. Most nominations. So I'll put Kendrick on. Um, no Maybe Alicia some, Keys. Some Kendrick. Somewhat. No, no Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. 
no yeah. Jennifer Lopez because I'm I'm already we're good in, we're good yeah we've, we've discussed Jennifer Lopez at length. Um, so I think we do some Tupac because like this people always say Kendrick is like the new Tupac. Okay, so we'll do Kendrick and Tupac. I already got that song "Mortal Man" in my head. All right. Um, the little Wu Tang because we did talk why about Wu Tang. How about some little known? Let's do um Inspector Deck and Master. Yeah. Master Killer has like one song. Capadonna. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. All right. No, you got it, though. No, no you, you got, got it. Yeah. The world has had enough. <laughs> um, the world had just a little, and that was enough. No, I guess Black Shampoo was his one. I'll do Black Shampoo. I will do that one. His one moment. Who else? Yeah. Uh, uh, you said you would geek out on Jay Della. So. That's a. It's an anthology uh, playlist. I know. I was going to say, that's like multi, multi-part. Uh, and uh, yeah, we uh, I met, I got to meet uh, Guru and Premier. So maybe a little gangster. We'll some Rakim in there too. Rakim and some Aesop. And Aesop. Okay. All right. Got a little, it's filling up. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good playlist for the week. It actually is, uh, for our listeners out there, we do the playlist of the week because, well, we really like music, but also... He put you onto some new shit, you know. This is the the podcast that keeps on giving. We give you an hour of a uh, of podcast and then uh, a little bit of music too. You're welcome. Yeah. This brought to you by Spotify. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we will take those ad dollars though. Yeah, I need uh, some money. Definitely. Student loans, are yeah, bitch. I'm saying, uh, Black History Month. We'll just we'll just put out the collection plate. I will take I will take guilt money. I would absolutely take mm-hmm. guilt money. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the, I was gonna get serious and ask you your thoughts on reparations, but maybe we'll save that for next yeah, time. Let me, let me think on that. I don't want to yeah. strain my voice from all the yelling that'll come up. <laughs> we can uh, dedicate this episode, that episode, to Tanahesi Coates. <laughs> there you go again with these these pronunciations, Joe. You're making me look bad. <laughs> It's Marshall Rara, Ali, Marshalla Coates. All right. So what have we what have we learned today? We've learned that if you are in a barbershop and TD Jakes is a style, <laughs> um, leave that barbershop immediately. Um, I'm gonna leave it up to you to pronounce this guy's name again so you can tell us that we learned today. His name is last name Ali, Mar- first name Mahershala. Herschela. Mahershala. Mahershala. Okay. I'm going to get that one day. It ain't that hard, dude. It is. It is. Mahershala. Mahershala. Okay. Um, we learned that they are still willing to give NSYNC money, but 112 doesn't get a uh, Super Bowl ad spot, which is kind of messed up. That's right. Um, yeah. Cupid. Ugh. What else did we learn? That was a beautiful song. We learned that uh, that should be a TV show where um, rappers meet their idols and just sit down and geek out and have a good talk. Um Trademarked. We trademarked, trademarked yeah. that idea. He Don't steal holler. it. Revolt. Come holler. Oh wait, I shouldn't be saying the names. Um, Black Music Channel. Come holler at me. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, we learned that uh, online dating is still the worst. Yeah, it's it's a little sad too, but um, yeah, you know, new technology will come. VR will will add something to it. So hold out. It'll be like hologram dating. Yeah, that is the next step. We trademark that too. That's copyrighted also. So don't take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is the this is the evidence in the court case when we sue you. I think that's it. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, we didn't learn much. We learned that yeah, you have you have a good woman in your life. We already knew that, but we confirmed that because she uh she, she told you Yolanda was she messed did. up. She didn't have to say it the way she said it. <laughs> but I appreciate that she said it. Good looking out. She's like, I ain't looking at this shit all week. <laughs> Would you wear a hat indoors? <laughs> I told you I checked the weather and it's 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 not good weather, so I'm gonna get to wear my uh my thick ass hat outside. And when I get inside, I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, yeah. Happy Black History Month. We, uh, we're a third of the way through. Um, this is a short-ass month. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we will discuss more serious topics like uh, reparations and your feelings on that, uh, uh, perhaps uh, in, the, in the coming week. We'll do a segment called um, Black Facts. Next segment. Next, uh, next episode. I'll figure out what that is. The 15 minutes on black hair care, black men's hair care might have been black facts. That is. Shout out to Madam uh, CJ Walker, too, while we're at it. All right. I think we're good. All right. One. One. <laughs>